Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Their specific crimes may vary, but con artists have this one thing in common the power of persuasion. And that power of persuasion allows them to take advantage of the rest of us. They're charismatic and intelligent with good memories and the skills to manipulate others. They blend in and they're diligent at appearing to be professional and successful. But psychologists have identified that successful con artists exhibit three similar and negative characteristics. One, psychopathy. Two, narcissism. And three, Machiavellianism. Together, they all share malevolent features like entitled self-importance, strategic exploitation and deceit, and a general callousness and cynicism. Experts refer to these socially aversive traits as dark personality traits and believe that they are what allow con artists to scam people without feeling remorse or guilt about their actions. According to Psychology Today, To a person with Machiavellian traits, if you fell for their scam, you deserved it. Another commonality? Ego. The act of the swindle can make a con artist feel even more confident in themselves and their skills, which brings us to how and why the terms confidence artist and confidence game ever were coined. So we're going to meet a man named William Thompson, the man who inspired these expressions. Welcome to Criminalia. I'm Maria Tremarchi. And I'm Holly Fry. William Thompson certainly was not the first person involved in the con game. 
We can assume that people have been tricking and cheating each other, likely since there were people to trick and cheat. We know from the historical record that serial counterfeiter and confidence man William Chaloner was proven guilty by Sir Isaac Newton in the 17th century. According to the posthumous biography of Chaloner written by Guzman Redivivus and published in 1699, Chaloner had, quote, the best knack at tongue pudding, and he established himself as a quack doctor and soothsayer. Sounds legit. In the 18th century, Jean de Valois-Saint-Rémy was chief conspirator in what became known as the Affair of the Diamond Necklace, an act, certainly along with other factors, that contributed to the start of the French Revolution. But in the eyes of criminal historians and newspaper archives, William is the reason that the term confidence man came about. William Thompson operated in New York City during the 1840s. He often used aliases when introducing himself to his unsuspecting victims, including the names Samuel Thompson, James Thompson, Samuel Thomas, Samuel Powell, Samuel Williams, William Evans, Samuel Willis, William Davis, and William Brown. He was always smartly dressed, and he was always polite. He chose upper-class marks and approached them with an incredibly simple scam. He would strike up conversation with a person, and after a little bit of chit-chat when he was sure he'd gained their trust, he would ask if they were confident enough in him to lend him their watch, just till tomorrow. Yes, he really did ask strangers to give their watches to him, and many did. We read one slight variance in his scam among the reports of his confidence career. He may or may not have pretended to know his mark as he began conversation with them, catching them off guard and capitalizing on our human desire to avoid awkwardness. It was best, especially among the upper class at the time, to avoid the faux pas of not remembering someone. We don't know a whole lot about William's life history. He just pops up in the historical record when he starts getting noticed, which, as you might imagine, is not good for business. Right, and William played this same con until he was spotted by a previous Mark, who just happened to pass him on the street. It's a little early, but before we talk about that fateful day, we're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor, and when we come back, we'll tell you all about how William's scam caught up to him. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Listen, you listen to true crime podcasts. You know that the world can be dangerous and unpredictable and that there will unfortunately be people who want to hurt each other. And so it's kind of nice to get a little peace of mind by having a good home security system. Just take a few precautions. And I recommend looking at Simply Safe Home Security. I've had my home broken into in the past and it was a terrible feeling, even though nothing that bad really happened. Aside from an intruder, I just really like knowing that I have a security setup that lets me check in on my pets when I'm not home. That is a huge peace of mind giver when I am out traveling. 
Simply Safe sent me a whole home security system, and I was really, really impressed by the variety of indoor and outdoor cameras they offer. And the whole thing is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash criminalia. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash criminalia. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older (laughs) in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Welcome back to Criminalia. Allow us to introduce you to Thomas McDonald, the man who outed William Thompson's confidence game. William's New York City con game came to a halt when he was spotted by a previous mark, a Mr. Thomas McDonald of 276 Madison Street. William had, on May 12, 1849, run his con on McDonald, taking from him a gold lever watch said to be valued at $110, and today... That's equivalent to about $4,000. As luck would have it, about two months later, McDonald, while walking along Liberty Street, passed by this very same man who had stolen his watch, our William Thompson. As reported in the local city papers, McDonald alerted the police, and Officer Swayze of the city police was nearby at the time. William was taken into custody, but not easily. He first refused, then put up what was reported in newspapers as a, quote, desperate fight before being cuffed. 
When the New York Herald published a brief article about William's arrest in the police intelligence section on July 8, 1849, the headline read, quote, Arrest of the Confidence Man. And it's this report that is generally considered the first time that wording had ever been used. Later, it went on to become the catch-all term con man. And today, along with confidence artist or con artist, it continues to be used to describe fraudsters. The New York Herald's article described William and his con as so, quote, For the last few months, a man has been traveling about the city, known as the confidence man, that is. He would go up to a perfect stranger in the street and, being a man of genteel appearance, would easily command an interview. Upon this interview, he would say after some little conversation, Have you confidence in me to trust me with your watch until tomorrow? The stranger, at this novel request, supposing him to be some old acquaintance not at the moment recollected, allows him to take the watch, thus placing confidence in the honesty of the stranger, who walks off laughing, and the other, supposing it to be a joke, allows him so to do. In this way, many have been duped. Many con artists face legal consequences on charges of fraud, but sometimes it's theft. The difference can be subtle. Fraud is when one party knowingly misrepresents the truth or knowingly conceals material facts in order to deprive someone of a possession or right, whereas theft would be outright taking something from that person. It can be difficult to prosecute con artists criminally because they toe the line between what is unethical and what is actually illegal. A good con artist can make just about anything sound reasonable, at least in the moment. William was seen before a Justice McGrath, who, local papers reported, recognized him as a prior offender. One story claimed that William had spent time incarcerated at Sing Sing, but were unable to verify that as a fact. Justice McGrath committed William to prison until a further hearing could be held, and the New York Herald called on anyone who had been taken advantage of or defrauded by him to come forward and testify against him. He was sentenced, for theft, to prison time in the tombs. Officially named the Manhattan Detention Complex, the first incarnation of the tombs, which opened in 1840 in Lower Manhattan at 125 White Street, was called the Halls of Justice. I love that. And it, was con- <laughs> and it was constructed in the image of an ancient Egyptian mausoleum. About five months after it was built, and we should clarify, built on a pond that had been filled in with wood pilings, it began, unsurprisingly, to sink. When William was incarcerated there, it was wet, dark, and dank. That building was demolished in 1897, and it was replaced with a new city jail complex, but there continues to be historical debate over whether the tombs got its nickname because it resembled an ancient burial chamber, or because just being there felt like being in a tomb. The New York Herald continued to cover William's story and continued to use the new nickname they had coined for him. A write-up that appeared shortly after his arrest notice read, quote, During the last week or 10 days, the public have been entertained by the police reporters with several amusing descriptions of the transactions of a certain financial genius who rejoices in the sobriquet of the confidence man. It appears that the personage who has earned this euphonious and winning designation 
has been in the habit of exercising his powers and moral suasion to an extent almost equal to that attained by Father Matthew himself. The Father Matthew in that quote was a well-known temperance preacher in the mid-19th century. Dark and dank accommodations aside, newly crowned as the confidence man, William really enjoyed his celebrity, and he would schedule interviews with the press from his cell inside the tombs. One reporter later described his visit as so. He was led to William's cell by, quote, two country-looking individuals. When they arrived at the landing in the second tier, they were accosted by our hero, who sat in the keeper's chair in this way. Gentlemen, have either of you a cigar? I am the confidence man. We're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor, and when we return, we will talk about the old saying... You can't cheat an honest man, and how that's actually probably not true at all. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Welcome back to Criminalia. Not all cons are equal, and William Thompson was really just small time. Let's talk about different types of cons and who you can and can't trust. Karen Haltonen, professor of history and American studies and ethnicity at the University of Southern California, and the author of the book Confidence Men and Painted Women, A Study of Middle-Class Culture in America, 1830 to 1870, notes that New York City at the time William was active was a growing urban society. And there was an increase in wealth, especially what she calls movable wealth, such as paper currency or jewelry. Those kinds of conditions made scams easier for opportunistic con artists like William. In fact, according to Haltonen, New York police estimated during the 1860s, so just a decade or so after William was arrested and sentenced to the tombs, that one out of 10 professional criminals in the city was a confidence man, and they didn't all resemble William. James Gordon Bennett, considered the William Randolph Hearst of the antebellum era in America, was the publisher of the New York Herald at the time of William's arrest. In his position, Bennett editorialized about the people he considered to be society's true confidence men. And it was not William or even people like William. William he called a petty swindler. It was, he wrote, quote, those palazzos of the rich, quote, with all their costly furniture and all their splendid equipages have been the product of the same genius in their proprietors, which made the confidence man immortal and a prisoner at the tombs. His genius has been employed on a small scale. Theirs has been employed in Wall Street. Long life to the real confidence man, the confidence man of Wall Street, the confidence man of the palace uptown. And yes, William's scams were small cons. He was a small-time criminal, or what was called a peanut grifter. But he became notorious around New York City, and eventually his story was told across the country. William and his case, it said, were likely to have been the inspiration for the protagonist in Herman Melville's novel, The Confidence Man, His Masquerade, which was published on April Fool's Day in 1857. The story takes place on a Mississippi riverboat called the Fidel, and the premise centers around a con artist who, using a variety of disguises and fake identities, attempts to scam a diverse group of steamboat passengers. One theme in the novel is the relationship between the con artist and their mark, and that the confidence game needs both the greed of the con artist and the vanity of the mark for the swindle to work. Melville also wonders in his writing, aside from opportunism and the chance to make some quick cash, what actually motivates a swindler? As the narrator in the novel shares with us, quote, was the man a trickster? It must be more for love than for lucre. Two or three dirty dollars, the motive to so many wiles? So was it the act of the con or the stolen goods that really motivated those in the game? Or was it both? Some argue the old adage, quote, you can't cheat an honest man. 
They argue that con artists should be compared to the familiar Robin Hood character, turning a con into sort of a noble grift, cheating the greedy out of their money, as only those who are greedy would be willing to skirt the law for the promise of something like money, power, you name it. The types of confidence tricks are limitless, but there are two primary categories that they fall into, short cons and long cons. Three-Card Monty, for instance, is a well-known street hustle, and it's a short con. Its success is dependent on the mark wanting to win a little quick cash on a gamble. But a long con refers to a more complex, planned con, such as in a Ponzi or a pyramid scheme. In real life, it's Charles Ponzi, who's considered the best and biggest of the con men. In Hollywood, we all know Robert Redford and Paul Newman's characters in The Sting. Michael Caine and Steve Martin in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Kevin Spacey in The Usual Suspects. The fictional and non-fictional lists of swindlers are long. And in today's news, we tend to hear the stories of the long cons, not those quick watch thefts with modern con artists like would-be socialite Anna Delvey, whose real name is Anna Sorokin, Elizabeth Holmes and her fake Theranos blood testing machine, and Simone Leviev, the Tinder swindler. Bernie Madoff is a familiar name, Sylvia Brown, Robert Hendy Freegard. Whether we talk about them in a sympathetic light or not, their antics always fascinate and grab our attention. In the introduction to her book, Confident Women, Swindlers, Grifters, and Shapeshifters of the Feminine Persuasion, author Tori Telfer writes, quote, The fact that we like con artists so much is probably the greatest con of all time. They prey on us all, yet we're still fascinated by their exploits. Experts believe it's the cleverness of a con artist that often makes them appear sympathetic to the rest of us, even after the deceit has been revealed. How many people fell for the scam, we wonder? How exactly did they pull it off? What happens when they get caught? What happens if they don't get caught? Their stories carry a natural drama that we just can't resist. Maria Konnikova, author of The Confidence Game, the psychology of the con, and why we fall for it every time, said in an interview with BBC Culture that though humans have had a long fascination with con artists, quote, the explosion of social media has made conning easier. We are better targets and con artists can craft better stories and has given cons increased visibility. She continued, quote, it's easy to get wrapped up in the glamour of the con itself. Can you believe she was able to pull that off? We begin to toe the line between telling a story of deception to admiring the person who was responsible. So while we may be inclined to think con artists should be untrustworthy, their particular talent is actually the ability to gain the trust of their marks, exactly as William Thompson did. They exploit human desires for money, health, happiness. Even the desire to help others can be exploited. And this is how William operated. Often, these crimes go unreported by victims because, mainly because of two things. One, our embarrassment by our own complicity in an activity of dubious or criminal nature. And two, our embarrassment of having fallen for the con in the first place. The prospect of something for nothing, or very little, proves again and again to be so hard for humans to resist. So who do you trust? Well, Maria, you can trust me that this week's scam sauce is delicious. It's very desserty this time. So, well, if you were hoping for a citrus whiskey situation, that's not what you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> I lured you and switched it out. 
So one thing I want to talk about, though, is actually a little instruction, if you don't already know it, in how to make your own vanilla liqueur, because that's going to be part of this one. Making your own liqueurs is very, very easy, usually. It's just a combination of whatever your flavoring is, some sugar, Mm -hmm. some other alcohol, and then you let it mix and hang out together. So in this case, here is how you make vanilla liqueur. Yay. Which I know I have used things like Liqueur 43 in the show before. I'm going to use a different vanilla liqueur in this one. But you can make your own. And what's cool is you can spice them as well and make like your signature vanilla liqueur. And then all your friends will be like, I had a drink at Maria's house and it was amazing. It tasted like vanilla and cardamom. And you'll be like, "Mm mm-hmm. So here is how we're basically going to make it. It starts with simple syrup and a vanilla bean. You're going to put a cup of water and two cups of sugar in a saucepan, let them warm up, get that sugar dissolved. In the meantime, you will take a vanilla bean, split it in half, and just put it in a a mason jar. You don't have to scrape it. You don't have to do anything with it. Just make your simple syrup. And then you're going to pour that simple syrup when it's warm. Be careful, obviously, hot things. Right over the vanilla bean into the jar, seal it and let it sit. I like to let that go for a while. I like to let it steep like overnight. Some people will do six or eight hours. Mm-hmm. Taste taste it and see how it is. And then you're going to strain off that vanilla bean and any of the little inside stuff that's come out. So that's why you don't have to worry about doing anything particularly fancy with that. You'll strain that out. And then if you just want vanilla syrup, you're done. It's amazing. And you can use it in drinks or on ice cream or just in by the spoonful to make a liqueur with it this is one i like you can try it with different kinds of spirits to start with but a cup of vodka a cup of brandy and then a half cup of vanilla syrup that you've made this makes a delicious vanilla liqueur and you can throw in cinnamon if you want you could throw in a little bit of clove although be careful clove can overwhelm Mm -hmm. you can throw in lavender if you want a floral vanilla liqueur you can literally just play with this thing this is a choose your own adventure Now that you have your vanilla liqueur in hand, whether you made it yourself or you purchased it, it's time to make tongue pudding. (laughs) That was just a crazy phrase. There's no way that wasn't going to be the drink. And so I was, of course, thinking of drinks that would be creamy. And also, I wanted it to ideally have a little bit of a golden color, Mm -hmm. which is to reference the gold watch situation, which is why we're doing vanilla liqueur. Mine came out kind of more beigey, I'll be honest. This is also a flip. So if you're one of those people that doesn't like the egg drinks, I'm sorry. But if you are, get ready because this business is delicious. <laughs> okay, so one whole egg into your tin. And then it's super easy because it's a three-parter, one ounce of each of these. One ounce of gin, like a good, very neutral gin. I like to have a gin that's not too piney. One ounce of your vanilla liqueur and one ounce of Irish cream. Throw in a dash of bitters with that. Dry shake it. So that means you're not putting ice in your tin initially. You are dry shaking it to get that egg super frothy, super blended with everything else. You want it basically to be a super smooth situation. And then throw your ice in there and shake it up. Then you will strain it, double strain it, meaning you use your Hawthorne strainer, whatever you normally use, pour it through a mesh strainer as Mm -hmm. you're doing it into your ideally pre-chilled glass. I like a Nick and Nora or a Coop for this one. You can also add bitters to it before you do that second shake. 
delicious. And then you have a thing that's a little bit eggnoggy, but also has that Irish cream flavor, which has some whiskey notes to it, that vanilla flavor. It's delicious. It's tongue pudding. To make the mocktail, there's more recipe doings to do. Irish cream, you can buy Irish cream flavored syrup. Add that to some cream and you're ready to roll. Mm -hmm. You can just use that in your thing. But if you want to make homemade Irish cream, and I will also tell you how to make your own homemade alcoholic Irish cream if you want. But this base recipe is just to make a non-alcoholic one delicious. So you're going to take a can of condensed milk, a cup of heavy cream, a teaspoon of vanilla extract, a teaspoon of almond extract, one and a half tablespoons of chocolate syrup, and anywhere between a pinch and a teaspoon of instant coffee grounds. This is going to be so good. It's so easy, too, because you don't have to do any stovetop anything. You throw that business in a blender, you go to town, and you have Irish cream. If you want to make the alcoholic version, throw in a cup and a half of Irish whiskey, and that's essentially what Irish cream is. I don't know if people are always clocking that when you drink Irish cream, there's a chocolate note in it, but there is. So that's why, there's, <laughs> that's why there's that chocolate in there. But like with the vanilla and the almond, it just tastes like this unique, beautiful little like a cookie in a cream and alcohol or not. Like I said, use it without the whiskey. You could keep that in your fridge for like a couple weeks usually once you blended all of that together, depending. Keep an eye on your milk products, obviously. So there you have your fake Irish cream for your mocktail. I would use a thinned out version of the vanilla syrup just so it's not quite as thick and heavy. Like literally you can add a little bit of water to it. And then in lieu of the gin, I would do a chamomile tea. And that hey. makes a really, really beautiful, oh, this mocktail feels like a hug. There's something lovely about it. The thing is when you start making things like liqueur on your own, you realize oh, the sky's the limit. I could make a vanilla watermelon liqueur. I could make apple cinnamon liqueur or some sort of like coffee and other fruit. Ooh, a banana coffee liqueur sounds really good. I might have to get on that. Um, Maria made a face that said, no, it would not be good. And Maria doesn't like bananas. Sorry. Oh, that's right. I forget. I was forget. like, what have you done to that? That sounds terrible. <laughs> Listen, I want banana in everything that I know <laughs> Sometimes the cheese stands alone. So you can have them all. So that is the tongue pudding. Again, the base recipe is a whole egg, an ounce of gin, an ounce of Irish cream, an ounce of vanilla liqueur. I used Galliano, which has become my big favorite lately. But yeah, they, again, we're in no way sponsored by them. That's just a liqueur that I love. You can even start playing with this. If you want to build your own adventure, you can use different liqueurs in lieu of the vanilla or the Irish cream, start switching things out, get your own crazy flips going on. I love a flip. Also, obviously, you can use fake egg white if you want to do a vegan one. You can sub out any of your non-dairies for any of these two. So again, it's all about playing because there's no such thing as cocktail jail. Make something delicious that tastes good to you. I love the choose-your-own-adventure cocktails. Always. That's what the home bar is for, really. Let's see what happens when this happens. If you know the basics of like how a drink should balance, the rest gets real fun. <laughs> what else is real fun is spending this time with you, Maria, and with our listeners. So we're very grateful. 
that everybody has hung out with us to hear about William's story. Hopefully you will never be the victim of a con. But we hope that you will hang out with us again next week because we'll be right back here with another another con man story and another cocktail. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote trinity school of natural health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.